Hey, ladies and gents, this is Lisa. You may be struggling during this Christmas holiday for whether it's that 2022 didn't turn out the way you had hoped, uh, whether it's sickness, separation, divorce. I know that a number of you have sent me messages about um, difficulty, whether it be in marriages or divorces or um, just being depressed that you may not be in the place you had hoped or dreamed you would be. And I want to give you, um, you can email me as well, which may be easier um, for me to respond back. So when you leave a comment in messaging, just leave me an email that I can email you back at, okay? Just wanted to give you that update. But I want to give you a passage of scripture to encourage you. And I will tell you for me, as I've been a single mom, I've struggled, I've been divorced. Um, I've I've dealt with praying for people with sickness and, and I've seen God do amazing things. And I want you to trust and believe in that. And I want to give you a passage of scripture to read and you may need to read it a couple of times. And it is filled with tasty spiritual morsels from the beginning to the end, which I mean, the whole Bible is, but this one is special to me. It's kind of a favorite because it talks about us in the flesh and it talks about our spirit, man. And it talks about as believers, the power that we need to activate during our trials and our struggles and, and how much God loves us, like what he did to bridge the gap between man and himself that he gave his only begotten son. So for me, it's kind of a Christmas message as well. Um, it may not deal with the actual virgin birth, but when I read Romans 8, for me, I visually see everything because the beginning starts with about the power and the life-giving spirit that has freed us from sin, right? And it talks about the law wasn't enough. So he gave his son in a body like ours, you know, showing that I sent him to look and feel and taste and live as you, to be sacrificed as you, for his blood to be shed that was in our place, so when we look at that, it talks about our mindset, about letting sin dominate our nature and our thinking. And when we talk about the flesh, for me, that really deals with how we think, our behavior. You know, it's not just bones and blood and skin. It's how we live out of our emotions, how we live out of how we feel. But we should be living and tapping into our spirit and the word, because as believers, Christ is in us. And so what I love, it talks about the spirit of God living in you. And it talks about when we let our, we struggle with sin that kind of overrides who we are. It overrides our identity, but it also gives us hope in our future glory. Not only that, yeah, we will struggle and have strife, um, and But we will also, the same way Christ struggled, 
Christ also had glory when he was raised from the dead. And it talks about we will suffer in this life. And when people preach about glory and this and that and the other and how much power we have, we do. But our faith does not come without struggle. Life living in Christ or out of Christ comes with struggle. But in Christ, it comes with our power to overcome through the power of God. So when God reveals and has chosen us as his children, he chose us knowing that he has birth within us, an overcoming spirit. So every struggle that you go through, I want you to think of the struggle as this is a learning experience because God is not giving me anything that I cannot overcome. Because if I have him within me, there is nothing that I cannot overcome. So I want you to look at your struggle, to look at your strife, to look at failed relationships with a new eyes. Remove the scales of our insecurities, our pain, our struggle, and all the word curses ever spoken over us. And I want you to look at this struggle with, I too shall look back on this experience and I would have learned, I would have overcome, and I will be a wiser, stronger woman when I look back on this experience. I may feel pain, I may feel shame, I may feel depressed, I may feel abandoned in this moment, but this too shall pass. So I want you to read through this um, passage of Romans 8 and I want you to get to the place where you can get to verse, and let me make sure I have this correctly, verse 15 and say, well then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can go on sinning? No. You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. So when I look at verse 17, thank God, once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin and you have become slaves to righteous living. Okay. I want you to think about um, the love of Christ, that when we go to what we believe, do we believe in victory? Do we believe in joy? Or do we believe in what we think? And sorry, I read some of that from, from chapter 7. But when we look at Romans 8, verse 35, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us as if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation 
will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I want you to hold on to that truth, that in this time where you may feel oppressed, depressed, or just feel out of sorts, you have identity. You have God who loves you above and beyond any love you can ever trust and hold on to in this world. And I want you to gain strength. I want you to gain power from his word. So hold on to that scripture. And I want you to think of this holiday and think of why Jesus came. He came for you. Not anybody else. I want you to think about he came for you. To free you from the pain and the struggle and the strife and the calamity that you may believe your life is in. You're not destitute. You're not hungry. He's here to feed you in his word and to feed you in your daily life. I'm not here to tell you we just struggle and strive and one day we'll have heaven. I'm telling you to have victory today and have victory for eternity. Today, tomorrow, and forever. I love you and I pray peace over you and your family this holiday season. And I pray that 2023 will be a victorious year for you. God bless. And as I mentioned earlier, if you want to send, I know a couple of you wanted to send me an email. Um, When you send me a message via this app, just put your email in there and I will send my response to you via email. I pray peace over you and joy. Amen.